Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. There's a two-second differential shot in game clock. 31-30. Grizzlies by one. If they use most of the clock, it'll be a tough look for the Mavericks to get up. A shot at the end of the quarter. Bain with it, deep right wing. Bain drives into the paint. He comes, hangs, double clutches, spins it off the window with a finger rolling in. Doncic, the inbounds pass. Smart picks his pocket. Smart out to Bain. At the horn, the three. Bring it up. The three on the board. What a defensive play by Marcus Smart. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM ESPN. Hey, man, we play highlights even though the Grizzlies haven't won a game yet, bro. Jeff only plays highlights when they win. We play highlights on this show up. when they lose, man. Trying to keep spirits up. You know here. what I'm saying? Hard. We celebrate losers around here. Participation trophy. Culture. Yeah, yeah. Right here every day on 92.9 FM ESPN. Everybody around this time we do the rundown. Let's go. It's the rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Uh, so the call, we do have the call, uh, and uh, it's, it is certainly as, uh, as extended as you said it was, uh, but for those who have not heard it, and again, this is, you know, this is a multiple-time uh, national championship winning coach uh, you know, and, and it's, it is different at these in these small towns, right, in these small college towns where, you know, you do have more of a connection to, uh, you know, to the college team and the and the program and everything like that. You know, Taylor Jenkins isn't doing call-in shows, right? Like, that's just, that's not happening at the professional level. But at these small college places, you know, it does happen. And in college basketball, some too, it does happen. Um, and so, um, I guess this was from Dabo's uh, Monday night radio show, and uh, we'll play a little bit of it. Uh, it is it is an extended clip, but uh, we'll play a little bit of it and, and just get the kind of the the temperature of the thing. There's a lot of friends and family. I mean, three of the ten on-field football coaches 
Dabo said he couldn't take anymore. You can have all your opinions that you want. All right? I don't know how old you are. I don't really care. All right? But let me tell you something. Um, we won a game last year. And you're part of the problem. To be honest with you, because that is part of the problem. It's people like you that, do, that all you do is it's the appreciation. The expectation is greater than the appreciation. Mm, say it again, Dabo. So, That's the problem with y'all as an audience. That's good. People are saying some of the some people are saying the audio is muffled. So I don't know if they're if it's getting out the way we were hearing it. I've gotten from more than more than a couple of people saying that the, the way they're hearing it's muffled. Oh well. Uh, so I don't want to continue to play it. You get the gist of it. Well, yeah, it sounded you get the good gist to me. Of, but yeah, of, of how long they went on, how long they let the caller go on, which was a little bit strange. By the end of it, you know, Dabo calling him a smart ass kid and everything. Kid did say he served in the military. Yeah, I, I'm getting to, I'm getting the same text as well. Yeah, that, I'm, so I'm not gonna. I saw it from more than one person, so I'm not gonna, that people are listening couldn't hear it the way we were hearing. Sometimes it. when these MP3s yeah, and MP4s, through, the way so they might, spin through boards and, yeah. and so speakers, we apologize they do for funny that stuff. that it went on uh, yeah, for a while there. Apologies, you hear it. yeah. But it was Dabo basically defending himself against this uh, well, I, former I hope military that if that, fan. If that, if that didn't come over, I hope that it gave y'all a lot of time to reflect. Yeah, you can get on and listen to it someplace. Y'all pulled a ballys, it sounds what like. What do you guys think of it, though, in general? Well, Are you on Dabo's side? Yeah, I mean, I think when, again, I know the people uh, out there uh, driving around didn't hear the call, but it was a very personal uh, attack, quite frankly. It's in program. I don't know what. I, I heard the the response. Like, so there's there's a lot of these sort of clips going around. And some of these clips, Jason, are just Dabo's response without the call. And so you hear that. Like, you don't know what the question was, right? You don't know what the – you just kind of assume, like, as these things go, it could have been a fairly innocuous, you know, uh, hey, coach, you know, why is it not working this year? You know, what's different? You know, something like that. But I thought that was actually crossed the line, I, I, in my opinion, talking about how you're arrogant and how – you know, uh, you're you've changed, and you know, you talking about your coaching hires and all you know all these things. And you look at what Clemson has done, and it is freaking ridiculous. I mean, fourteen and one, fourteen and one, twelve and two, fifteen and zero, oh, fourteen and one, ten and two, ten and three, eleven and three. This is their first remotely bad year uh, since Dabo took the job, basically. 
Um, and so I know he's feeling that, and I know he's, I know he's definitely uh, had a uh, a hard time with the new rules and the you know NIL, and that's not that's never been the way they the, the way they've done things there. Um, you know, about to change that on transfer portal. Yeah, you know, so you about to have to start hitting that. But I also do agree with you, like, and again, your listeners are just gonna have to take our word for this. But they did let that dude go on way too long for what that format is. That's not a, you know. I'm telling you right now, uh, no radio. Kirby Smart's radio show wouldn't have allowed that if he's going through a tough season. Nick Saban's wouldn't just take your top coach anywhere, and where where on that coach's radio show they're gonna let that guy go that that far? The caller doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So that was strange. I wondered if they if Dabo was was holding off and saying before he cut it off because again you're talking about just said the Jessica Benson said the time was two and a half minutes on the question. I wondered if Dabo because the kid said I've been in the military if it was out of respect at that point because this would not happen on any any coach as successful as Dabo but most coaches period you're not going to let the caller go on and undre- on that far where he undresses you like that basically if you're yeah uh, questions your faith everything else you're. You know your your drive at this point, how much you know money you're making, everything else. That doesn't happen. That's what's unusual about this. You know, so some have wondered whether it was again a plant. Yeah. Whether whether little Spartanburg there, little Tyler yeah. was me, a plant. And let me because say something. he was going through some points. Yeah. Bullet points. It felt like clearly right. had laid out his concerns and questions. He was going kind of you know. And what does it leave us with? Feeling feeling we're pulling for Dabo. Yeah, you know, the coach who's making eleven million on a four and four. So I, I just say you have to consider that because the, nowhere else is this happening where you're letting a caller undress a coach that's going through a season like this. And you're like I told you, the sensitivity level's already high, right. for the producers and everybody else on these callers because of the way the season's going. Right. So it's just it, it strikes me as strange. Well, you know that what? They let him go on like that. And, and let me say this. Let me say this. So this might have been Dabo because this, you know, I think this sort of speaks to uh, you know a team and a framework and 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 being sort of. Uh, you know, all pulling one way. You know, Jeff played the same audio this morning and had the same problem. Did not say anything to us. Where's the loyalty, man? You know, where's the heads up? Like, yo, be careful with that audio because it ain't coming through the right way. That's what, It can't be because I was listening to Jeff. And I was doing it. I was doing it through the stream. Yeah, maybe it's different on the stream versus terrestrial. I don't know. But, okay, I, thought some of but I got a tweet that said it was the same problem on Jeff's show today. And so Jeff needs to, much like this caller, Jeff needs to hmm. take it's his, a, it, his I, own I look. think you guys are onto it. Sometimes if an A goes through a stereo board from an right. MP3 that's going right. through a monoed out yep. channel, be it the AM or be it your your phone, you will have that occasionally occur, especially because we're using MP3 and stuff that was played for, through the internet. For so sure. That's, what the, that's the why. 100%. Uh, I think you guys paraphrased it yeah. perfectly, though. No, and I think, again— Sorry to butt in, guys. No, I, and I appreciate the technical explanation there because a lot of people are confused. You know, this is something Jeff needs to understand and take a look at in terms of— and Jeffrey, we're going to put those two together. You know, they could have give given us heads up to where <laughs> we also didn't make the same mistake. They did not do that. They did, they're only looking out for themselves. I, I say they've changed. I say they used to be humble. They used to be great teammates. They say you've They've changed. changed. They've changed. Uh, and and my man Sam Hardiman from the Daily Memphian is listening. He says uh, that was that was not an uh, an unfair question. So, so again, no, we heard. Jeff, agree. Said no, we heard Jess Berkeley. Y'all was like a damn robot. Again, they probably were That's listening my man. through the stream though. Like in cowboy. All the terrestrial, uh, you know, all the terrestrial is, uh, you know. But again, that I can't I can't really um, work through that right now. That's not really my job. My job. It's to sort of whose side we on, uh, who are we, who are we with in this situation, and I would just say again, you, you know, you can ask that question in a way where it's not a, a, a character attack, and I think that's sort of the part for me where I was, I would have like said, all right, uh, this is enough. Like you're not gonna come on here and tell me you would have cut them off after 30 seconds. Anybody would have. You don't, and more you, importantly, your producers would have done that for you. You're exactly. the coach. This is your show. You don't. You don't. He was a plan. It's, it's not a. It's not a 60 minutes interview, right? It's not a. It's not a sit down with the local newspaper. It's a it's a fan show. It's for your fans. It's supposed to be an entertaining thing where you get to spend a little time and talk to the coach. You know, you don't you don't call and say, you know, uh that that you know, I'm I'm this or I'm that. We can talk about fair questions. I'm just saying like for the format, for the format itself, that was not a question that to me should have been asked. For the format. If it, if we're sitting down and we're having a real interview, we're talking about the state of Clemson Athletics. Okay, yes, that's totally different. That's a totally different thing. But it's like a fan, a fan show. 
You know what I mean? I just, I, I just, I, I don't. When before I heard the call, I was like, "Damn, Dabo! Like you really have lost it. Like you have lost your ever loving mind." And then I heard the call. I'm like, I, I get why he would react that way to that call. You know, I understand completely because if somebody called into this show and did the same thing, I'm gonna react the same way. Yeah, this you know? perfectly helps Dabo change the narrative. Yeah, they still it really stink. Does. They still stink. Like that. That's true. Well, and, he can't get out of that, but what he can do is help try to change the narrative. He's already he's knee deep in this season. It's right. bad. Yes. But what he can try to do is change the narrative because, as yes. you said, when you first saw it, you thought Dabo yes. combined with everything else he has said publicly about the fan base and everything, you thought he's losing his mind. Yes. This goes back. You hear the question. It helps Dabo's case. Right. It changes the narrative a little bit. What did you just do? You just went back and looked at the se- the two championships in seven years and I, all the, the ten win seasons I in a row. Believe how you went back and looked. It made you go back and look at that. That's Real, 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 real good. That works out real good for who? Yeah. For Dabo Swing. That's exactly I just right. say, I don't know if you can rule out the fact that little Tyler might have been on Dabo's payroll. Yeah, it was a little bit. Uh, okay. Yeah. You, you think he gave it, him the perfect opportunity. Changed that narrative over there in South Carolina. And then like, Didn't it? And then he's like, Doesn't Tyler. It? Little smart-ass kid. Tyler. It might have been. Uh, now, don't you, again, you think it was somebody? You think it was Connor Stallions? No. Okay. It's the Connor Stallions of the Clemson payroll. Clemson Stallions. Again, did you did you you heard how he sounded like a little boy, but then said I've been in the military. Right, right, right. That's a hell of a story to come up with though, isn't it? Just look at your reaction, how it changed everything that you thought, and now mm-hmm. you're back in Dabo's corner. Worked out real conveniently, didn't it? It did, man. It so sure do you did. have to consider it could have been a plant. Yes. Because, again, I'd throw at you, this doesn't happen on any coach's radio show. They let a kid go on that long undressing the head coach, making $11 million. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was uh, that was uh, the coach's show there uh, with Dabo Swinney yesterday. Next story. Well, Luka Doncic could have had a coach's show of his own after the way he ran off on us last night. 58th career triple-double. And what would Luca tell you? Just put shooters around me and I'll beat those clowns. Mm. Mm-hmm. Damn. No, he was giving it to us last night, especially at the end of the first half when he hit that one, two, did three. Did you enjoy it? And showed us with the finger. Not as much as you did. Not as I, much I, as you I, did. My you ballet, seemed, my you ballet seemed, was out. You seemed to revel in the losing. My ballet was out, bro. I don't revel in it at all. In fact, I turned to Chris, as I told you yesterday, and I said, this is your fault. Because <laughs> I'm looking for people to blame. And let me tell you what I'm not going to do today, y'all, is put this all squarely at the feet of Jake LaRavia like y'all want to do. Or put it on Conchar. Or put it on Taylor Jenkins at this point. I mean, it's bad. What you know? What Taylor Jenkins is running with this five out, everybody shoot threes right now, as thin as you are, it looks a hot mess. And so you could point to Taylor and say, this needs to be better. Derrick Rowe playing too much, playing too little, playing too much. We've gone back and forth on that. John said he wanted more against Denver last night. I wanted less. Man can't hit twos, John. Love Derrick Rose. Looks like old John Moran out there. Mm. He can't help you right now is like, the point. Like, you mean like aged? And we can, again, point, yes, aged. We can point to all these things they don't have, and having Santi and Kennard back hopefully will help you in this time, uh, especially offensively. Again, just 13 points on the bench last night. Like, that's not NBA. You're not going to win any game. I don't, I don't care if it's if it's a bad opponent. Dallas looks like one that's going to be a top four seed right. off last night. Look, did I tell you what having a got Grant Williams like that kind of low-key addition is going to do for them too? I mean, it did. And last night he's hitting threes on you. Um, Dallas, the entire team, was hitting threes. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. by himself outscored your bench by eight. 21 to 13. Overall, we said it was 39 to 13. The story of it is just you do not have enough in terms of firepower offensively. There's no question about it. And again, it's evidenced by the fact that you you got, what, 30-point games from Bain and Jaron. It's not enough for you. Uh, Bain is playing at a high level. I think it's 25.5 points for him now uh, through these first four games. But as and, and you can see it's all the effort in the world. It's not just what he's doing on the court in terms of production. He's the guy right now in the huddles that said we got to be better. He's the one saying if you put the effort in, well, these wins will come through. He's playing leader right now, and you have to salute him. He is, for me, the, the lone bright spot so far. I mean, I guess you could say Jaron's improvement from game one to what we've seen of late offensively, that's been better. But Bain's been the bright spot in, in a dark, dark, you know, spooky start to the season to go with the, uh, the Halloween theme. Um, there ain't much more else to add. John and I talked about it. The elephant in the room is John Morant's absence. Hopefully, there's no need to uh, uh, you know, uh, beat a dead horse here. Hopefully, he understands it 
and these losses and watching his team struggle with him out. Um, Your flaws have been even more exposed by your absence, but do not forget that the biggest reason you're sitting at 0-4 for the first time since 2004, and we're talking, what, 19 years, is because John Moran's not here. And Again, it's it's obvious, but you need you need that part of the maturation from you need him to understand that, acknowledge it, and want to get back and again not make these kinds of mistakes. Put yourself in this the franchise in this position. We can we can criticize you know some of these draft picks of late. Look at climb and everything else, and some of it's fair, especially with uh, you know uh, right now Jake Laravia is giving you nothing. You see the way they're attacking him defensively. If he's not going to hit threes, he can't be on the floor. Uh, but that is those are not the major reasons for why you're here. And so it's unfortunate. Uh, next one up is going to be Utah on Wednesday. Then you got two at Portland. Uh, Utah just knocked off the Clippers. Uh, I believe it was Clarkson that hit the shot there late to beat them. So they're up off the mat, no longer winless. And you look at this road trip, say, you got to get it. Uh, it'd be nice to look at it and say, okay, you can go two and one. But frankly, just getting one in the win column at this point, any one of them uh, seems critical because right now it's a, uh, you're digging yourself a deeper hole uh, for John Morant's return. Next story. All right, it is NFL trade deadline day. It's already uh, well, it's already kicked off today with a huge move that could uh, reshape the NFC North as the Chicago Bears uh, do you play. go out and get Montez Sweat from Washington in exchange for a second rounder. Now, on the surface, you may say, well, why the hell would they do that? Isn't Montez Sweat an unrestricted free agent after the year? Aren't the Bears one of the worst teams in the NFL? Why the hell would they give up a second-round pick to get him? And the answer is, no one knows. No one really seems to understand why they would do something like this. But, hey, they did it. Maybe, I thought you were going to be smart for a minute. Maybe he will fall in love with the organization. You give a nine-game head start on your free agent pitch, uh, and, uh, and and that's really we'll all. We'll have him signed up before the end of the season, I guarantee you. That. Well, you would hope so. I mean, you guys do have a lot of salary cap we money. We got all of the salary cap money. You probably could have gotten him without giving, having to give up a second-round pick, but... Whatever, man. You know, there, there's no guarantee of that. He hits the open market. Once well, he hits free agency, there's no guarantee of that. Somebody well, that, might be close on an offer. We uh, might offer more. He may like it because it's a championship situation. Well, yeah, but you guys, he he's going to take the money. You guys, if you offered him the most money, that's where he was going to sign. You don't know that. I have again. I mean, if someone comes close and it's a better situation, this way you x all of that out. You take no chances. But with can't him someone the market. still come close? That's though? why you do it. That's why you pay. That's he's why they paid the second round. I guess if you can negotiate during sure, the season, somebody could come close. Can you, uh, can you uh, negotiate during the year? Now is it too late? Is the window closed? Negotiate and get this done. Get yeah. him signed up before free agency. Absolutely. I mean, if you do that, then it makes sense. That's Other, what we're going to do. We're uh, not going to let him hit free agency after giving up yeah. a second rounder. Yeah. Well, they're obviously going to sign. If this you guys guy. do that, you really you got to fire the GM. That we're just going to market him. Well, this. especially after you gave up a second rounder for a Claypool last year. You, I, I would be with you 100. percent Even after he, what I think, fleeced Carolina. Yeah. In terms of what you got back for the number one pick, like that. But I would yes fire him. If Sweat does not re-sign yeah. with the Bears and you go up with a second rounder for the rest of this season, doesn't yes. make no sense. Now that's why um, it's not happening. Are the Commanders tanking? Like they got to be. Yeah, I mean, they, they, well, I mean, they're also committed to Chase Young and everybody else on that front line. That's what I read. They're not none. None of those other guys are coming out of there. Oh, well, they were gonna. They were yeah, not they, gonna. It, re- it was. It was a money situation. They weren't where gonna they can't re-sign Sweat guys. anyway, right? right? They're gonna, okay. That's why he's in the last year of his deal. This right. Year. That happens. Okay. All right. Not so much. They're not in but, s- but, seller mode. But people like, are now sort of starting to insinuate that the Commanders are about to start tanking, like they're about to maybe even deal Chase Young. I don't know. I don't think so. I think they are financially committed to keeping Chase Young. I mean, I, there's a lot of teams that would would want them. I don't think they're going to be able to get, you know, the uh, the 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 capital they would want to 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 you know to to trade them. You know, that's a lot of times what you see. A lot harder to consummate these deals in the NFL than it is, you know, in the NBA. For I think example. this is. I mean, what they got? It's some crazy number of first rounders up there. That this was a deal where they can't pay them all. Pretty sure, and you opted to go with the pick now. You know, for you know, get something because you weren't going to be able to pay all these guys. Right. Right, pretty yeah. sure it's that they're they're not taking apart the pieces and now looking at you know, the swing chase yawn for everything I've read. They got to keep some of those guys. You can't trade them all off, and it's again you you got to have something to build around. Like they think it's it's young. Yeah. Um, other than that, we'll see if Derrick Henry gets dealt. It doesn't seem like they, that's they've the told case. him they're not going to do it, but you know things can change. But that's what they've told him. Uh, Devontae Adams is not uh, going to be traded. Uh, a because of the contract, B because, I mean, honestly, I trade, but I, 
I don't know. Uh, I don't know where. I think. I think Mark Davis wants Josh McDaniels and that GM to to have to suffer through this. Your your uh, your Bears are granting Jalen Johnson permission to seek a trade. Who's y'all's best? That, that's DB? the other thing about this. We are sellers right now. That's the other thing about it. you're not giving up a pick unless you know that you're using part of that 110 million dollars in salary cap space next year on Sweat. Mm. We are sellers at this point. You're not bring Sweat into a position to play out the rest of this non-competitive season with the Bears and then walk. Ravens won a running back. We'll see if Zeke Elliott gets traded. Uh, they should trade him back to Dallas. Yeah, Seahawks uh, go out and get Leonard Williams from the Giants in exchange for a 2024 second rounder and a 2025 fifth rounder. Thought that was a move the Bills defense very much needed. See, we're not talking enough about Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, they're uh, quietly getting it done. Leading, aren't they? leading their division very quietly yep. as well. Yep. How about that? Um, so that's the uh, that's that's what we're all watching today. We're all watching to see if you know does Chase Young get dealt? Does Derrick Henry get dealt? Uh, do the do the Lions go out and add like a DB? They were talking about that last night. Uh, Adam Schefter seemed to think no. I mean, has Adam Schefter aged like a banana or what, bro? Did you see him last night? No. Oh my God, dude, he he looked rough. Really? Yeah, man, he looked rough. I haven't noticed that about him, so maybe it's just a bad, you know. Tough I, mean, night. I don't know how old he is. Sleep. So uh, I, no, but I, and I'm I would have seen, well. seen up the run up to this. I haven't seen that at all. Yeah. What he's done is got a lot more serious. He doesn't have time for play play anymore. Yeah, you know, if you're, you know, he's all because he's doing so many hits now, and if you're not getting the questions out, you know, he's going to give you no smiles, just straight. You know, he did. He's 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 in too high demand right now to give you any extra, which I understand, man. When you're making the big bucks like he is, probably on everybody's show on ESPN, you get tired of all the hits, right? So he doesn't he doesn't give you much personality anymore, right? Just the news get unless he's on one of the big shows on the studio show, whatever, where he's got to. But you're just not going to get any extra from him. Yeah, you just get a lot of personality out of old Adam. Yeah, so that is the uh, that is the uh, latest in the trade deadline situation in the NFL. We'll see if any other deals are consummated. But right now, just for today, it is uh, Montez Sweat to the Bears. Next story. See how Woj looks? I have not seen how Woj looks. I'm just saying, you see his hairline and stuff like that, yeah. and you're that plugged in, it, it ages you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, be... a, I'm imagining, and your man uh, Shams. Yeah. You think he's gonna keep them young, good looks if he has to stay as plugged in as a, uh, you know, breaking news trying to beat Woj on everything? You think he's gonna keep his boyish good looks? Doesn't happen. That's what happens when you're plugged into the machine, John. It ages you. Speaking of the machine, we're talking NFL trade deadline, but there was a big one in the NBA last night. Uh, Brad talked about it. We talked about it there in the open. Does this help the Clippers win a championship? Trading for James Harden. James Harden has never brought anyone a championship, but clearly. Uh, Philadelphia was in a place where they had to move on from him. He's sitting there watching them play the games, uh, having basically said that Daryl Morey stabbed a knife in his back uh, going back on uh, his word on the contract extension, things like that. wasn't going to work. They were obviously uh, at a place where James Harden had to be moved and you were just waiting on, you know, what the Clippers – we're going to have to uh, what the Clippers were going to give up to give him to give him. So that that finally got worked out last night. I think Woj was the guy that reported it. Uh, 76ers sent Harden, John's favorite player PJ Tucker, and Philip Putrasev to the Clippers for Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Nick Batum, KJ Martin. A lot of a lot of little glue pieces, a lot of little dirty work pieces in there with Covington, uh, Marcus Morris, Nick Batum, and a 2028 unprotected unprotected first round pick, two second round picks, 2029 pick swap. And an additional first round pick from the Oklahoma City Thunder. So Philly, you know, they, you know, backed into a corner here. Still got a pretty good haul. Right. Uh, ultimately, it's addition by subtraction because now this, as I've said for now over a year, it unlocks Tyrese Maxey to 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 grow and to have the ball in his hands, take it out of James Harden, who was so ball dominant and led the league in assists last year. Uh, but what they had was a James Harden that wanted to be a playmaker when he first got there. By the end of it, he was done with that. And so you have to now apply that. Uh, that's going to be what the Clippers ask of him. Come be a playmaker for us, set up Paul, uh, uh, set up Kawhi, and 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 basically take Russell Westbrook's role in the starting lineup. We're going to shift Russell. I mean, you're not starting all four of those guys. We're going to shift Russell to the second unit. Oh, by the way, you'll be playing a lot of that. When Paul and Kawhi are sitting, hopefully we are preserving them for the playoffs. You're going to be providing the scoring punch, and that's where you can get your 
you know, your buckets off because that is still in James Harden, and we saw it there in those latter games and latter years with Philadelphia. That's still what he wants to be. Mm-hmm. He'll have that opportunity again when the guys that you're trying to preserve are sitting. So in a weird way, I like it for the Clippers. Right. Again, P.J. Tucker's a guy who's reading deep into this who has had success against Jokic, believe it or not. That matchup, I think within the Sixers, they deployed him on Jokic and had some success to the point. It's that attitude that you're going to need against Denver. And, oh, by the way, this team has lost 12 of its last 14 to the Denver Nuggets. That is who they view as the team they've got to knock off, and they think they can do it with small ball yep. by playing this way. Uh, and again, putting a guy like an attitude guy on PJ Tucker, you're not going to, I mean, on Jokic, you're not going to match up with him. Uh, they hope to run him off the floor. Um, again, PJ Tucker ain't the end all be all in this trade. Uh, they wanted James Harden, but he can help. And so, I, in a weird way, I like it for the Clippers. I, I think the move, though, probably helps Philly the most because now you'll stop stunning the growth of Tyreek's Maxi by allowing him to have the ball in his, in his hands. Just look at the early season he's having. And now, and, you know, Embiid doesn't have to worry about whether or not he can trust James Harden. So it's a win for both sides. I think ultimately it's what John said right there in the open when we did over and under. This puts the Clippers in the mix. Mm-hmm. Whether it gets them over the hump, again, health's a big factor in that. But it absolutely puts them in the mix, and I can see the Clippers in a Western Conference Finals. Yeah, and, and again, that's – Playing small ball. You can't guarantee yourself anything, right? Like, you can't – it's just not reality. You can't guarantee, oh, if we do this, we're going to be in the finals. We're going to win the whole thing. You can't do that. But what you can do is, like, do, are we giving ourselves a better chance to do that? Theoretically, of course you are. Um, 76ers, it was obvious he was not going to play for you guys. You didn't get a whole lot other than flexibility, but that might be worth a whole lot. That's the thing about NBA trades is, like, a lot of times – like you have to sort of see like the next, it's like chess a lot of times, you know, for at least one team. Like one team is like, ch- Clippers are playing checkers. They're trying to win the championship with what they got. They're trying to maximize Paul George, Kawhi, Russ, and, and, and Harden in the last year or two of their contracts, right? So it makes sense for them. Um, I, I mean, we could argue about whether that's like the right idea. Uh, I do like their team, though. I do like, I mean, you got Norman Powell off the bench. You got P.J. Tucker now off the bench. You know, with the other, you know, with the other four, I mean, that's a pretty good NBA team. If it comes together, I don't know if it'll come together. They don't know if it'll come together. But like, what else were they going to do? It's like they have a. They're not trying to protect some future here. This is what they are. And the, and guess what? When all these guys are gone and when they're moving on, they're going to stink. <laughs> like, Clippers. Yeah. Well, that you said Philly. That's why that 2028 unprotected. It's going to be a great pick. The Grizzlies have that. No, the Philly got oh, that oh, in, yeah, yeah. in this deal. Oh, that's going to be. What, they got top two five. two first rounders, but that 2028 one. To your point about once these guys have moved on, this old Clippers team that is going to be a fantastic pick. It, it really so, is. So Maury kind of you know again with his back against the wall, you know, Clippers got most of the leverage because everybody knows Harden ain't going to play for you. Right. To get two first rounders out of this, the other one you're getting is from OKC. I, I, I don't. It won't be as high. I can't imagine as this 2028 unprotected one for when the, for the that'll be it when when the Clippers are dead, dude. Yes. I mean their their window is now, and so he got some value out of it. You know, I, I thought. Yeah. Uh, some better value than I thought he would get at this at this juncture, uh, with with the way these trade this trade talks have gone and where Harden's got you right now. Yeah. Again, we'll see. Two first rounders. We'll see what it looks like, but yeah, I mean, it's you put yourself in a good position for a guy that wasn't going to play for you. Um, and look, it's one of those things. Daryl Morey put him put himself in that situation, trying to like believe that it would work again. Did Covington start with the Sixers? Uh, some weird like when he a TSU guy. I want to say Rob Covington yeah, started so. with the Sixers back in the day. Though. Or was it I know because maybe they crossed over with the Thad time. Yeah, they're, they're it the, feels like he started. They're the there. same player, kind of, you know. So, yeah. Covington's got hit threes and play defense. Sure. Like that. I mean, again, you're adding the rest that of it's with Maxi yeah. and Embiid in terms of the players. Yeah. Yeah, but what you like are the picks, and particularly the 2028 one for the Clippers. That's going to help you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, H- yeah, okay. He, yeah, Houston, then over to Philly for Robert Covington. Gotcha, okay. Seven games in Houston at first year, and then, yeah, Philly 14-15 for four years, five years. All right. Well, there you have it. There you go. So uh, Blockbuster deal, they still call it. If you call any trade with James Harden involved, blockbuster exactly. uh, still. Again, we'll see if the Clippers uh, yep. finally do what no other team has been able to do is win a championship with James Harden. Yep. All right. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, Trista Christian joins us at 125. We'll talk to uh, talk to her about this move and more. Stick around. Jason and John, how are you trying to fam? ESPN. It's NFL Week 9. Uh, get ready to start the NFL Week off right. Right now, all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay for Thursday night football. Just place a three-leg same-game parlay on this week's game. Got the Titans 
against the Steelers, and you'll get bonus bets back if you don't win. This is all customers. Again, NFL Same Game Parlay is the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Build your own or choose from one of the popular SGPs that are pre-built for you and FanDuel's top-rated, easy-to-use sportsbook app. Visit FanDuel.com slash JSmith, that's J-S-M-I-T-H, so you don't miss out on this chance. Again, to get a no-sweat same-game parlay on America's number one sportsbook for Thursday night football, Titans and Steelers. It's only on FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and of 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets. That expires seven days after receipt. Max refund, five bucks, unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee. Redline at 1-800-889-9789. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Got another trade in the NFL uh, that went down during the break. This is your home in Memphis for NFL trade deadline updates. Deadline's at 3. Deadline's at 3. Eastern Earth. Get them in. Central. Get them in. That's our time, I believe. Okay. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Because the NBA is an hour earlier than that, I believe. I think the NBA is 3 Eastern, 2 o'clock our time. Um, since 4 p.m. Eastern would be 3 hour time. Yeah. Uh, time is a social construct. You've said that before. I'm still not exactly sure what it means. Well, Josh Dobbs can help you understand what that means because mm-hmm. he's an astrophysicist. And he is headed to Minnesota. Really? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Josh Dobbs, who has started every game for the Arizona Cardinals this season and was benched this past season, or this past week, or this upcoming week, because he's giving this team too much of a chance to win, apparently, uh, is on the move to Minnesota, which now uh, we, they were, we were wondering, are they really going to go into this with Jaron Hall at quarterback, or are they going to go out and get somebody? They went out and they got somebody in Josh Dobbs, uh, who is an upgrade over Jaron Hall, but let's talk about it. So let's talk about it. Josh Dobbs, the answer at quarterback for Minnesota, they want to make the playoffs. Can he help them do it? I guess if you're telling me he's going to get Jefferson back at some point and you got, you know, you like what you see from Addison, I mean, I like the weapons, but where's the experience? I would rather have. I'll be honest with you, as bad as he's been, I'd rather have a Tannehill if I'm trying to make a push and the Vikings have gotten themselves back into the race uh, in terms of trying to get a wild card spot because they're not going to challenge Detroit for the division. I don't believe so. I, I would have preferred a, a more of a vet than someone who is still trying to prove it, although I will give you he, was, he, he had Arizona competitive, still unproven, you know. I guess it's, you know. 
Again, I'm trying to figure this out from an No. I would have gone after a vet before I get Dobbs. I would have I would have preferred a Tannehill or somebody like that. You look at the Titans, they're they got to be sellers at this point. I would have called them before I'm calling Arizona for Dobbs. Mm-hmm. Maybe the price was too high. Yeah. Uh I mean, Ian Rappaport said uh, as of 59 minutes ago that the Commanders may not be done and that they are taking calls on Chase Young. So, we'll see if, you know, if they get enough, but uh they at least are trying to tear it down it seems like. You know, yeah, I think I don't know. You probably weren't going to be able to get Tannehill uh, from the Titans because uh, they were probably going to be asking a little bit too much, and uh, and and the Cardinals had already decided, hey, we're not we're not doing the Josh Dobbs thing anymore. So it's a way for you to get a guy that's like you know, I guess good enough. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to to really gauge. Like I in in a game that mattered, okay, mm-hmm. which was that Jags Titans game. His turnover was the difference in the game, right? That fumble that got returned for a touchdown was the difference in the, between the Titans winning the division and the Jags winning the division. So it's hard for me to say, like, and we have not seen Josh Dobbs in a high-leverage situation this season. Like, we expect the Cardinals, like, it's all about expectation. It's like, if we expected the Cardinals to be good, we'd say Josh Dobbs stinks, but because we expected the Cardinals to be one of the worst teams in the NFL, if not the worst, the fact that he played decently well, yeah, it's like, oh, he might be okay. So it's like Dabo said, the expectation is better, is greater than the appreciation. You know what I mean? That, and I think that's going to be the case for him in Minnesota. Do, you, do we think that the commanders are so locked up in Jonathan Allen and Darren Payne I think Shefty and uh, and your boy rap are uh, rapport having a little war here on. Oh, because that that's Shefty had pointed out earlier that the money is tied up in Allen Payne, and you've got Chase Young in the final year of his deal. Mm-hmm. You t- you're telling me that the the Commanders are willing to move on with all the money in Allen and Payne and let your two guys that get the sacks walk? Yeah, I mean you're just so gonna pick that up with rap. Yeah, I think Chase Young's gonna be re-signing, and him and Rap are going. Shefty and Rapp so at 11.07, Ian Rapport said, trade of Montez Sweat may mean Chase Young stays in Washington, but four right. hours to go. Then he changed it. Then at 11.45, he reported that they are now taking calls on Chase Young. Okay. So, you know, again, I, I wish I had the answer for you. You're just going to have to wait until 3 o'clock. Commanders, ain't, that's to see if it, the, he's, he's doing them a favor trying to see if they can jack the price up. They're going to keep they keeping that dude. They're going to re-sign him. Otherwise, you, you don't have the same defensive line that you had going at beforehand. Mm-hmm. You got keep one of them. It's amazing that that defensive line, like, never doesn't do more. Yeah, dude. Like, what? But and maybe they're thinking like that. But I don't. I think you keep one of them, Chase Young or Montez Sweat, and they've traded Sweat. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, uh, Jeff Howe, who's the NFL national insider for the Athletic, said that the Patriots checked in uh, on the price. This is thirty-six minutes ago. Checked in on the price for Chase Young, and they could be players for him. Um. So, Pats. Yeah, the Pats have gotten calls about some of uh, Josh Uche and Zeke Elliott. So, we'll, I, I, mean, I assume the Pats will be trading some some guys as well. Um, Again, anybody trading for Chase is expecting to re-sign him. Correct. In the final and, year of his deal. And that's really not what the— uh, And that's what the Pats need to do? No. Yeah, that's really—yeah, that's not what they—the uh, the Pats really don't do that a lot, right? They don't, like, get free agency and— I'm telling you right now, they need to keep as much flexibility as possible for what's coming up for them, and it needs to be a pushing of the button. That includes Bill Belichick stepping down. Mm-hmm. They have to go a different way in a NFL that's quickly passing them by, especially offensively. So I just don't see them, Bill Belichick, inspired move, oh, let me go add another defensive player when their offense is an absolute hot mess. Right. That's a bad move for an owner who, again, is at a bit of a, to take a word from, you crossroads. Um, they have to change things drastically. You don't do it by bringing in Chase Young. Yeah, yeah. There's. Uh, I don't think there's definitely uh, some some things brewing though. There's definitely some uh, some things bubbling up. Yeah, I would just I'd be hot and heavy after Derrick Henry if I'm the Cowboys or the Baltimore Ravens. I just again maybe that price is too high. I heard on Get Up this morning, John. You and I, you had talked me out of the uh, any idea of any chance of getting a second rounder for a running back, but that's what they thought the price was, and maybe that's why he hasn't been traded. Mm-hmm. Nobody willing to give up that second rounder. Bears sure were. We, yeah. lo- we love giving up our second rounders. Yeah. Chase Claypool and now Montez Sweat. I think we get a better – we got a better deal out of this when I pray. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, we'll come back. Uh, Tristan Chris is going to join us at 125. Uh, some interesting results in college basketball last night, uh, Jason, including a, a, a prominent program going down in an exhibition. I remember those days. Get into all that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. When we come back... So uh, I'm in this. Uh, I'm just curious to get your opinion on this, Jason. I'm in this. Uh, I'm in this group chat with Jeff Goodman, for example, and there is a bet in this chat that Jeff Goodman can throw a football 40 yards, and that if he throws this ball 40 yards, basically he gets Rob Doster's half a field of 68. He gets it all. Do you think Jeff Goodman can throw a football 40 yards? How old is he now? I mean, I think Goodman's got to be late 40s, early 50s. Yeah. I mean, I think probably early 50s is my guess. I think there's probably time he could. I think he's probably going to hit about 36, 37. You think he's going to hit 36 or 37? Yeah, he wouldn't make the bet. What's What's he putting up? We hear what Doster's giving up. If he's not, what's he putting up? I think I think he's just I think he's just agreeing to throw the ball. <laughs> like, well, I know he's not going to make it. Yeah, uh, I, but yeah, I think he'd get a thirty-five. I mean, Jeff's he's over six. He's six footer, isn't he? I think so. I think yeah. he's a bigger guy. That helps. That helps with the arm, even at, at in its older stages. I think he can go, probably get about thirty-five. Going to go short of forty. Yeah, forty's a long ass way. I mean, that's hundred and twenty feet. You know, just to put it in perspective, that's a lot. Well, I mean, 40 you know, is enough for me on perspective, but thanks for breaking it down to feet. On yeah. the sideline last weekend, I went to a preps game, and I saw uh, like a like a wide receiver who's probably a freshman or a sophomore throwing the ball, and he was on the 40. The other dude who was a lineman was in the end zone, and he could barely get it to the end zone. Now, it was a pipsqueak little wide receiver, but still young, agile, yeah. probably an athlete. And he and he, he angled the hell out of it. We're talking about a full football, you know, like big size football. Um, I, I think he he probably barely get it there. You get him to fifty, he can't get it there. But I think forty, Goodman's probably right there at the mark. I mean, and Brock Purdy barely get it forty. <laughs> right. Well, I well, think Brock could throw farther than that, right? In the air. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But we have questioned his arm strength. We yeah. have questioned his arm strength accuracy too. Sometimes. So 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 good. I asked I asked what football is it NCAA or NFL because there isn't there a difference in the size? Yeah, I think it's a little bit bigger. So so he said whichever one I can throw further. <laughs> so I mean, can he can he get an, a college size football forty yards? Can't Only he get either one of them forty yards at his age. Should we ask Chat GPT like can an average can a an average 50-year-old throw a football. And I don't get the sense Jeff's a former quarterback, all that kind of good stuff either. I'm making assumptions there, but right, uh, I don't get the sense that he's done this like back a, in the day-day. Like my neighbor plays football for uh, for for Christian Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. And so occasionally he'll be outside and he'll have the football, and I'll throw it to him. And it's you know it's an NFL size. He's got an NFL ball. It's hard for me to get my hand around it, yeah. bro. It's because you're little. Well, I can't. I can't even. I, I think I can maybe throw a ball. 25 to 30 yards, maybe. What? Maybe. You can't get your hand 25. around. You 25. I think it can do it. An average 14U eighth grader should be able to throw it 40 yards distance. But he's not that, though. He's not. JV 45 yards, varsity 50 yards. Yeah, but he's definitely none of those things. He's he's an old man. He's an old, decrepit man. Could he pass for at least the athleticism of an average 7th or 8th grader? 
Yeah, I told you, 36, 37. You're going to come up just a little bit short. What would you put? What you So you would say the over-under at 36 and a half. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I would have to take the under there. So Jeff's in his 50s, he said. Yeah. He's in his 50s? He, yeah, he ain't, mm. he ain't sprightly anymore. Yeah. What about uh? Yeah. What about Calkins? What's the over under for Calkins? Oh, don't do this. I think it's got to be oh, w- no. way low. I'll let you tear him oh, apart. Oh, let's be careful no, I'm, here. I'm just, I'm just asking. We're, this is just this. Is, data has it's no too close to home. Data Please, has no agenda. You. Yeah. Data has no bias. Why do we do this? All he's doing. He's doing starting strength now. Though. <laughs> right. So this yes. could be like he's a bit. Up with he's him. starting. I need to go to start. He looks strength. good, by the way. Calkins looks so he is stronger looks than like he was three, four weeks old. ago. There's no so doubt you're getting about that. him at sort of his peak at this age. Calkins could throw a thirty. Yeah, I would say thirty-five. I, I would say seventeen and a half is the over under there. Wow. Yeah, it's gonna be low. It's gonna be really low. He's uh, again, strong. I get. Again, again, mine's gonna be about twenty-five and a half. Uh, on a, on an NFL, we're talking about NFL balls. Oh, here. NFL ball. We're not talking about you know the uh, little Nerf yeah. Vortex balls here. We're talking about the real ones. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. what would your over under be? Uh, broken shoulder from the Snowden days. So I'm gonna. Come You're up a former QB though. Yep, gonna come up a little bit short. I'm probably gonna come up short, much like Goodman. And my age up there again, broken shoulder, about 39. How far do we think Gabe could throw it? Oh, Gabe is an athlete. Um, he played football. He could throw it 50 yards. Gabe's getting that ball yeah. 50 yards? I mean, he's a big dude, dude. He's like 6'6". He's athletic. He's on, young. Man. He's below 30. Varsity, he, he ninth to 12, should be able to throw it 50 yards, they say. Gabe would definitely throw it the farthest of anyone here. Yes. Yeah, no question about no that. No question about it. But Giannotto can, is a sick uh, sleeper athlete, by the way. Enough. Enough. Yeah, Stop. Is, you he have, ain't getting you, that ball. Underneath that added to this facade. legend of, Dian, of Giannato's I'm athleticism. I'm telling you, the guy can kick every week. This is where He's an ass end. kicker. I'm what telling you. What did he you. do to you? Did he back you down I in the post have, or something? I grew that made up this? with guys like Mark Giannato, and they are sleeper. They will kick your ass if you screw with them. He is not getting that ball 50 yards down the field. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.